scrimmage. Here's Cora. Welcome to the Casuals to Degenerates podcast. Actually, wait. This is the Baron Bell show. Baron Bell, Baron Bell. I'm back from my hiatus. I might take another hiatus. I haven't decided. It felt pretty great being off for two weeks. But I'm joined by the bear himself, Aaron Tweet. How's it going? Good, man. Good. Good to have you back. Uh, it is nice to take a little hiatus every once in a while, so... Uh, speaking of hiatus, somebody's missing today. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, no, because this is the Baron Bell show. You're so right. Everybody is exactly where they're supposed to be. <laughs> yep. Fuck that guy. Yeah. So one thing I did want to address is I was listening to another podcast called Casuals to, De- to Degenerates the last two weeks. And, you know, I struggled to get through it because my name was all in these people's mouths. Ooh. These people on this podcast were just gobbling my undercarriage. Spicy take. So what is going on here, Chad? Aaron Tweet, not the bear. Oof. I have no idea. Luke, Luke Probasco, what are what are you, what's what's up with you guys? You guys were acting, you guys threw a fit about me not being here. And do you know what I tell my kids when they throw a fit? Tough shit. No, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit, okay? <laughs> I'll be here when it's convenient for me. That Ooh. is my commitment to you guys. Fucking Deshaun Watson over here. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, we had a little bit of fun with it, obviously. Um, we got to spice this thing up every once in a while, so we got to talk about who's not here usually, so... Yeah, and apparently I was at a block party. <laughs> Literally just made that up on my own. I thought about messaging you and Luke tonight and just saying, hey, I got invited to a pool party. Um, <laughs> not going to be able to be there. It's damn. It's 48 degrees in Iowa heading to a pool. <laughs> oh, I got invited out on the boat. <laughs> yep, we're boating tonight. <laughs> I don't even know how I made that up, but I'm. Uh, I know I hit a... Uh, hit up some happy hour last week before this 
So I'm pretty sure I made it up somewhere between happy hour and the seven beers I drank here. So, well, I just said I had a neighborhood thing going on, but yep, we just assumed clock party on a Thursday evening because that's a clock party. Yep. So, well, yeah, it's good to have you back. Obviously, great that Liz is not here. Um, It makes life so much easier. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Luke's uh, gallivanting around. I can't tell if he's in Louisiana um, or if he's just in some shithole of a country. We're not really sure. He sent uh, us a picture with like his back to that tiger. And I got to tell you, it looked like the blank park zoo. I think he was at night eyes. Yeah. He might've been at night eyes. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was Mike at LSU. He's claiming it's all about Mike at LSU. Um, he's claiming that, yeah, that's where he was. And they, all they talked about was Joey B and Jamarcus Russell down there. Like they don't even talk about Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. Like, is that a real, that it sounds like the blank park zoo. So, and Joey B did live in Iowa for a little while. So maybe that's why, um, they talk about Joey B so much. So yeah, he's definitely in Des Moines. So, yep. But got a quick hitter. Um, no, I do not have a quick hitter. <laughs> Want me to think one up? If if you can figure something out, yeah. I am a junior, true junior wide receiver. Nope. I have two back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons on my resume. Are you neighbors? I am. Yes. So if Luke was down there, was he, like, scouting neighbors? Jaden Daniels? That's what I don't know, because he also threw some shade at neighbors, kind of comping him to, like, Keyshawn Boutte. But last time I checked, Boutte's best season was 700 yards. Yeah, well, we know Luke was a big Boutte fan, so he was. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was at that uh, illicit party that Boutte was at. <laughs> it might not be the first time that Luke's been in New Orleans. Not gonna lie, I wouldn't be surprised either. So uh, it sounds like he might have stopped into a bar where some sort of similar party was going on, from what he was just telling us. So. Uh, we'll leave that story for another day, uh, but uh, it sounded like some crazy music and a real nice lady dancing from what I've been hearing. So, All right. Um, quick hitter, done. Knock that out this week. We're on to our NCAA news. Um, this week, one of the big things I did see um, – which is actually just more interesting and actually kind of nice they're doing it. Uh, juniors uh, being allowed to play in the Shrine Bowl, Senior Bowl, different things like that, um, getting those invites now. I think that kind of makes that a little more exciting because you'll actually see some more legit players probably going to these things. So, Yeah, I can kind of see it both ways. I think a lot of the times the early declares that are juniors, I mean – they don't necessarily need to go to the Shrine Bowl because they're being told by the NFL that, hey, we're, we value you very highly and you're going to get drafted. Yep. Early. Kind of the flip side of that is a guy like Rakim Jarrett, 
who ends up going undrafted, but it's like maybe if he was able to go to the Shrine Bowl or the Senior Bowl, he can impress a few more people, get a few more teams interested because it kind of struck me as weird that he would declare and then go undrafted. Yep. As a junior, but... Yeah, I think it adds a little dynamic to some of those juniors that want to come out. Yeah. Um, I almost wish there was a separate, like, all-star for, like, junior players, and it didn't remove their eligibility. Like, they didn't have to technically declare, but it was just, like, a yeah. junior all-star game. That'd be kind of cool because then you could get – you could get – see who's getting the hype, see who's getting the draft buzz, and then people like Jarrett can come back because he – obviously didn't get the buzz that he needed. So yep. uh, that would be pretty sweet. I think that would be a great addition, but. Or maybe it's, ju- maybe it's this junior bowl, like all-stars versus the senior bowl. That'd be sweet. That'd be kind of cool. I mean. Well, I don't know. Seniors might whoop up on them a little bit. They might. Ju- juniors might have like the high-end studs on their team, but then, like, the total roster. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about, like, senior offensive linemen and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a little rough on them. But it'd be fun to watch. It would be. Other than that, uh, I didn't really look into any NCAA news. I uh, really haven't been seeing a whole lot. All right. We will go on. Well, I did see one NCAA news. There's a lot of guys who are now taking red shirts and basically basically announcing they're going to hit the portal. So you have like MJ Morris, you had a few, they had a running back for a school that that was that did that, but basically fantasy-wise, it just kind of throws a wrench in things as we're entering playoffs to maybe have one of your studs say, "Actually, I'm going to be transferring. I don't want to get hurt." Yep. Especially like G five guys. Yep. We're like, I, I actually think I can play in the power five, so I'm gonna not get hurt, sit out just in time for fantasy. It's uh, it's interesting with this portal and all that. So yep. So NFL news. Um currently the Panthers are playing the Bears. So another thrilling, <clears throat> thrilling Thursday night matchup. But our guy, T Bag. He is leading the Bears to a 16-10 lead right now over the Panthers. All this guy does is all this guy does is win more games than Justin Fields. Wins more games. Um, he's outperforming Bryce Bryce Young by like a mile right now. Um, they're both got like 50% completion percentage, but he's got like twice as many yards, if not more, by now. He's obviously got the touchdown. Um yeah, uh, T-Bag, I think he's the future. I, I, you know, I posed the question, is he the future for the Bears? And Tim basically laughed at me and said, I can't believe if you're serious. I can't tell if you're serious or not, blah, 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 blah. You know who hates Bears, hates on Bears players the most? Tim. Mm-hmm. I don't not get a fan it. of his own players. He's got to support these guys, okay? Especially when you have your winningest quarterback since, uh, I don't know, Smoking Jay. Like, Sid Luckman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> T-Bag's, T-Bag's on that level. He, at this rate, I mean, I think if he finishes the season strong, he's probably in the uh, ring of honor. Um, so, 
Maybe the MVP discussion. Could be. I mean, as a Bears quarterback, it doesn't take much to get in the ring of honor. So, No. Do they even have one in there? Not for quarterbacks. There's no way. No. And if it is, it's just a picture of Smoke and Jay. On, on the stationary bike? Yep. <laughs> so then other NFL news. Um, oh, I saw that T. Higgins might be out this week. He did not practice today, so not trending too great. It sounds like he actually tweaked his hamstring yesterday. So Wednesday. Yep. So if that is a hamstring injury, he's probably going to sit this week. And then if it's minor, come back the following week. Yep. Chase looks like he's going to play, but he's a little bit dinged up as well. Um, Kyler Murray, he's coming back. So he will be playing in his first game on Sunday. And then Justin Jefferson basically said, I won't play until my hammy's 100%. Great. That's more, <laughs> great, more great news for my team. <laughs> That's perfect. Yep, just perfect. Don't Don't need any... Don't need anybody rushing back to help me out. <laughs> he was activated to practice, but he's not coming back yet. So No. Uh, that's the, all we got for NFL news. Yeah, I think the only thing that's more the most intriguing is Kyler coming. I don't know. Is this an audition to trade him? Is it what is this? Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. I he's a good player, but it's also he's getting paid franchise money. Oh yeah. So trading might be tough if he doesn't look like he's back back. Yep. It'll be entertaining to watch for sure. We'll see what happens with that, but yep. All right. Um, I think uh, we just got to cover some stats. Malik Willis. I think they had a buy last week. Uh, who knows? Malik's always on a buy. It seems based on his stat line. Um. DTR, big stats last week. Uh, Tanner McKee also threw up some big numbers. Actually, uh, I thought he was going to play. Did he? Well. Oh, yeah, last week was the week. Like a little knee injury. Yep. That's right. We didn't do any research because he probably didn't play. But, uh, yeah. He didn't. He didn't. Um, yeah, that, last week was a little weird uh, with all the uh, backup quarterbacks in. So. Um, and then Tajay, I don't believe, scored a touchdown last week, nor did Burks. So that seems to be going really well. Burks um, did get carted off, though. Oh, well. During the podcast last week. So that's that was- right. That that did happen. Um, trades? Not that I'm aware of. No. Uh, trade deadline was in college on Tuesday or Monday or whatever, so – Really, I think trades are dying down here pretty quick. So, Speaking of uh, college, a uh, little recap for us this last week. Uh, for those that don't know, this last week was our last week of regular season uh, college football. Um, we, I think the playoffs were already pretty well set. Uh, maybe some jostling for positioning between Chad and I, but nothing really changed. Uh, team Tweet comes out, beats Team Jacob. Um, Jacob had some, uh, scores out the gates, but Riley Leonard putting up a zero pretty rough weeks. So I didn't have any other quarterbacks that scored points. So yeah, well, yeah. it would have been a zero no matter what. 
that's not a management issue. I just no. want to be clear. That is not on me. That is on them. This guy can manage a team. Yeah. He can't manage a player that's not playing, um, nor can he manage all the other players that are not playing. Uh, right. It's not his management style and not his uh, in his ability. So, But, yeah, no, I, I at first I was a little – a little skeptical. You kind of came out the gates pretty hot, and I was like, "Jesus!" I still uh, got a few pieces on the team that can you score do. points, but you do. I shipped some guys off that also score points. Yep. I I made peace with my decision that we weren't going to win it this year. Yep. Okay? That's why I said, I said this off season, this year is not my year. Next year is my year. You heard it here first. No, you technically said, like, yeah, this is like the third time you said this at least. Yeah. And I've never claimed that I was going to win it this year. It was always next year. Yep. Always looking in the future. You're never looking in the past. Are you? That's right. Figured. Uh, the other game this week, uh, real barn burner, uh, team hot dog water team. Ian, uh, comes out with a big old two ten um, against Patrick at a one seventy two. Uh, nothing really noteworthy here. Uh, Ian is limping into the playoffs, uh, with that 210 score. Um, but yeah, good job, Ian. Congrats. Uh, speaking of limping into the playoffs, team Nate, uh, barely coming through and beating Brett by nine, uh, Nate, did, did your team like, did they not realize that they're supposed to play? Because uh, first of all, you played Keon, which was mm-hmm. very well publicized. He wasn't going to play. Uh, Stover got you zero. Lloyd got you zero. I'm not really sure what's going on with Team Nate, but he thought he was a contender. If he does this this week, Luke's going to blow him out. This is what it looks like when you can't when you play a guy who has zero and you have other options on the bench. At that point, you're a bad manager. Yep. So me, good manager. Nate, bad manager. Yep. Bad dog. Yeah. Um, that's uh, that's Murph getting into the uh, the Bear and Bell show. So um, thank you, Murphy, for joining. Luke coming in with another loss this week. Man. Team four out of five. Four, lost four out of the last five. Man, yeah, that's rough. But this was our highest scored matchup. Um, not like he didn't put his best foot out there. Corey comes out 322 points. Luke gets at 306. Uh, quite the game. Uh, Luke plays, I mean, Bren from Georgia State, probably not a great selection. Uh, they, their teams just really went off. Uh, my boy Tez Johnson. I'd like to think he he probably helped Luke win or not uh, Corey win. Um, but yeah, I mean numbers wise, I don't think they did too many bad things. I think Georgia Southern really just screwed uh, Luke over because he played his wide re- a wide receiver Burgess as well as Bren, and they got a total of like two points. So, mm-hmm. all right. You know what's weird? He he traded for that Castellanos guy. Yep. Doesn't even play him. And he said it was all about today. Like, it's all about 
You know what, Luke? You played Castellanos, you would have got 25 points, you would have won. I mean, ever since he went to Luke's team, like he went from scoring high 30s to 12, 25. Yep. Maybe uh, maybe he's a system guy, and Luke's system isn't Definitely working. a system guy. I think so. And then our final matchup, uh, team almost as bad as my cousin, uh, Patrick. Uh, that's Team Grim. And going up against Team Chad, uh, did not stand a chance. Nowhere near anywhere close. Chad's team throws up a 335 this week. Uh, which I do believe is probably the highest scoring week of the year. Um, I don't know if anybody scored more than that. And if they have, Luke will have to correct me next week. Uh, but, yeah, Chad came out. Uh, honestly, Chad scored 335 and got had two quarterbacks score him a total of, like, 21 points. Uh, in a quarterback-driven league, that means your other guys were playing. He had Conyers get him zero last week at tight end. You still scored that many points with a zero and 20 points from two quarterbacks. That's impressive. You had some guys show up, so good work. But, yeah, that's your uh, NCAA recap. Um, for those that are listening, uh, for everybody that's – it's uh, trying to figure out what we have going on. Uh, we did have four teams make the playoffs this week, or six teams, excuse me. Um, team Chad came in at first place. He gets a bye. Uh, team Tweet comes in in second place. He also gets a bye. Uh, I don't remember who's third, fourth, fifth, sixth, but it's looking like we've got Team Corey going up against Team Ian out the gates the first round, uh, and then Team uh, Nate is playing Team Luke this week. Um, so those are the two games that we have going on uh, in the uh, the college world uh, to go on and see who plays Team Tweet and Team Chad. We're rooting for you, Nate. Come go on, Nate. Nate. All right, NFL recaps. Um, I guess we'll get this one out of the way. I lost to Chad. Whoa. I lost to the cellar dweller. My team right now is in shambles with bye weeks and like just guys on the IR. We're we're just trying to get through. We're just trying to get to playoffs and hopefully some guys get back. If they don't come back, oh we're done. We're not winning <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's not good. No, no. It's been a rough been a rough few weeks because even the weeks like that I've won, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, uh, that's not probably sustainable. All right, then we've got uh, Luke versus Brett. Luke dominates Brett by 70 points. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Brett's got like one one point score left on his team and Tyree Kill, and then. That's about it. Taysom Hill. He's got Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's making a resurgence right now. He's, he's coming back. He's coming back. So then we have uh, Patrick versus Grim. Grim gets the win over Patrick. Not overly impressive. No, and Justin Herbert has not been overly impressive. So 
you know, he's yeah. kind of gone from like your QB three, QB four in Dynasty to kind of some question marks there recently. I mean, when are they? I when agree. Are they just, when are they just going to cut Jonathan Taylor loose? Like he's getting some carries, but he's not. He's like splitting time with Zach Moss and stuff. So you you don't want to pay him his money, and so you have the whole back injury thing, and then you pay him his money, and then you split carries with Zach Moss. Like, what are you doing over there? Like, I mean, there, Arthur Smith must be on the Colts too. <laughs> he's definitely on the Colts. Yeah, I think he's controlling both teams. We we. We know how valuable you are, and that's why we want you away from the ball. Yeah, because we feel like you're more valuable in that instance than than actually carrying the football. Yeah, we. Your value is really as a decoy. <laughs> you're, the best, you're the best top ten decoy pick we've ever picked. <laughs> yep. Now Zach Zach Moss can really eat because you're going to run over here without the ball. Yeah. Thanks, Jonathan. Yep. All right. Then you got Nate versus Team Hater. Team Hater lost, which is he deserves that. Nate got the win. Big win for Nate. That's a second win of the year. That's a monster win. Uh I'm not sure how Team Hater should be feeling right now, but I would not be feeling great. Um Team Hater is, I believe. Yeah, he's in the playoff hunt, um, and losing to Nate is not a good sign for the playoffs. So He's been putting Band-Aids on this quarterback situation, and luckily he has Kyler coming back, but Ryan Tannehill, no longer a starter. Then you got Daniel Jones going to the IR and also looking terrible. So yes. like, I don't, even when he comes back off the IR, does he have a job? I don't know. He's no. got a big check. But yeah. I don't know if he's got a job. And you got Gino. You got Heineke. is going to be like a – he's going to be fine for maybe a few games. Then you got Gino. Gino's kind of falling apart now. Yeah. And Jordan Love. We don't really know what Jordan Love is. He's looked good some games. He's looked very bad a lot of games. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's a that's a rough think, quarterback I situation. Yeah, I don't think he's fixed the quarterback situation, but we'll see. Nope. Could have had Deshaun Watson, but he chose Jordan Love. <laughs> Congrats, Nate, on win number two, bro. That's huge. Huge. We also have another team that got their second win this week. Jesus. It's the hibernating <laughs> bear. The hibernating bear woke up. And he put up a monstrous 141 points. Waxed to beat, him. To beat Corey, who put up 109. I I I wish Corey could come on and speak for himself. Um 109 was one of the most pathetic performances. Uh, I traded a significant part of my NFL roster, and I'm pretty sure I've scored damn near 109 almost every week. <laughs> I think there were a couple weeks where you scored below that. There might have been a couple 80s in there, but we're yeah. not going to bring those days up. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it doesn't help that he had Gabe Davis just go for zero and then uh, Higby go for zero and Parnum go for zero. 
Uh, it just didn't help that he had a lot of players just not catch anything this week. Uh, but still, I mean, he's got Bryce Young. He made that monster trade to go get Bryce Young last year. Uh, I think he got rid of Mark Andrews, uh, ETN, somebody yeah. else to go get Bryce Young. And Bryce Young is not the guy right now. Um, it could be a wide receiver problem. could be an offensive coordinator problem. I'm not sure what the problem is in Carolina, but I don't know if Bryce Young's the answer like we all thought. Yeah, I think uh, Bryce Young had some pretty obvious things that should concern you as a fantasy player that I think a lot of people glossed over just because of Bama and the Heisman. But and going number one. In my opinion, I think this is a team. But we got to talk about this. What's up? You get a win. Nate gets a win, and really, it's because of what's happening in Houston. Uh huh. Houston, are they becoming the next show on turf? They're looking like monsters. Like, what if they get like a, I don't know. What if they get a Travion Henderson in the second round, and then they kind of dip their toe in another wide receiver? Like, is CJ Stroud just going to go? Bonkers! Is this offense going to be unstoppable? The way it looks right now, CJ Stroud is definitely the best quarterback that came out. Um, it's not whoa, anywhere. Whoa, whoa! Well, AR 15s all right, but we haven't quite seen him yet. Well, he can't. He doesn't throw the ball like CJ Stroud does. No, he does not. Um, but I can see it. Uh, I can see this team being very exciting. You get a Henderson in the second round, and. Pfft, Hell, I don't know. Um, they don't have a first-round pick this year, I don't think, because they traded up to get Willie Anderson and all yeah. that. Um, but even if you get a third-round wide receiver, which could still be even a second-round wide receiver, you, you got some talent out there. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're looking good. Tank Dell looks good. Um, Nico well, Collins looks good. Nico looks great. Yeah, I mean, uh, Schultz coming over at tight end, like, He's playing good. I don't know. This team, this team's scary. And I like D'Amico. Really? I always like D'Amico. So like really, even in the offseason, they go sign some big free agent like offensive linemen to help him even more. I don't know. They've got to have some cap space down there. Well, With the, all these young players. You know what? If they're letting him rip it 50 times a game right now, oh yeah. Like there's gonna be tons of fantasy point opportunities there. So you're going to just want pieces in that offense, whatever's playing. Correct. Yep. Yep. Get him a, get him a better wide receiver or uh, running back than Damian Pearson. It could be, uh, could be pretty filthy. So. Yeah. Ooh, I, Raheem Sanders. That'd be a good fit. Yeah. Cause he can catch the ball too. Yep. Could, could get Zeke right. too. He can catch the ball. What's that? You could get Zeke. He can catch the ball. Great receiving back. (laughs) Oh boy, that big week in NFL side. Couple couple teams getting getting some big wins. Um, It's actually surprisingly like low scoring week though. It was like no, like there was there was Luke got close to two hundred, but then no one else did. Correct. Yeah, it wasn't a great week. So well, it was for Luke. Well, nobody. We're not talking about him. I thought. 
Thought we were trying to avoid him. I'm just being honest. I just hope he fucking loses. We'll see what happens, though. It's hard. It's hard to beat him when, like, you know, Chad's just like, "Yeah, here's Alvin Kamara." <laughs> that's like, you know what? I think I do want Quinn Ewers to come back to Texas next year and have him on my college squad. Here's Stefan Diggs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty tough. Basically, uh, it makes it tough for a team like me to try and get up there and compete. But actually, the rate we're going, my team isn't competing with shit. <laughs> well, you got a lot of guys that need to really get back to full strength before they start seeing a football field again. So I'm at like sixty percent ACLs. On this <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough. It's been a rough year on the old legs. We're like four weeks away from the entire team being Ty J Spears. <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. I think we're on to we're on to the bear picks. We're on to the bear picks. We are on to the bear picks. Um, as we discussed earlier, uh, college football-wise, pretty chill week. We've got two matchups. We've got Ian versus Corey, Nate versus Luke. I'm going to start out with Ian versus Corey. I know that Ian just didn't have a great week and Corey just threw up some monster numbers. Uh, this is going to be a tough decision. Uh, I'm going to give me uh, give me Ian for the win there. I'm going to take Ian. Hmm. It's, it's a bold move. It is. Nate? Versus Luke. We all know what we want here. Uh, do we know if Keon Coleman's coming back? I sure as hell hope so. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm not sure. But I'm taking Nate just because we all want to see Luke lose. And I think Nate's got a good chance of doing it. Nate might be unbeatable because Frank Gore Jr., Best player I've ever seen in college football. <laughs> For three weeks a year. He's, he's going off again tonight. Um, he's up 28 points. Yeah. Nate's off to a hot start. Luke, on the other hand, played a guy that got a zero. And if there's anything we learned about zeros last week, every team lost that was playing people we like, were getting zeros. So, NFL side, uh We've got ourselves a barn burner this week. Uh, not trying to say that this is the matchup of the week, but it might be. Um, Brett's just lucky Tua's on a bye. Let's just put it that way. Tweet versus Brett. Tua's on a bye. He's got two quarterbacks playing. I guess I'm going to have to give it to Brett. You're lucky, Brett. Uh... Next up, we got Luke versus you. Yep. Uh, Luke looks like a buzzsaw right now. I think he's on his eighth straight win in a row, seventh or eighth straight win. Uh, Team is just stacking points. Uh, Keeps getting better uh, by trading very little for quite a bit. 
And uh, his receiving score, receiving squad is uh, just stacked. Uh, you could really use uh, Justin Jefferson to come back. A little jet action, but. Don't need him. Don't need him. He doesn't need him. Why we don't need him? Because uh, we we've got Rashid Shahid. That's, that's a big day. Give me as long as Bijan is going to be a distraction uh, for defenses. Give me Luke um, because I, I'm not sure what we're doing here, but uh, kind of talked about it earlier. Bijan is literally just there to distract the defense. Here's what I don't understand: we we're a full PPR league, so Alvin Kamara catches like 17 passes right a game mm-hmm. for 17 yards right now and he's getting 17 points for all those passes not doing anything with them but he's he's catching them correct but then i can't get a point every time Bijan's a decoy <laughs> that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty jacked up i think we're we're gonna have to revisit the rules um after this year, because I think you should get some points for that. Um, and then it comes into strategy. Like, do you like having a running back that's just a decoy? I mean, you get five points a game for being a decoy running back. Yeah, like, sorry, Bijan is such a threat that he doesn't even need the ball. You know? <laughs> you know, I don't know what's going on with Nate's team, but I it, it makes sense. They're, they're – they're peaking and they're so good right now because they're not giving Bijan the ball. Like they don't need him really, besides to be that decoy. So no, they got Janu. They got they got Janu. They don't even yeah, Pitts. Is does Drake London play there anymore? Does anybody know? Well, that that's the that's the fun thing with Kyle Pitts is they use him like he's Rashid Shahid and he's just like running go routes all game. <laughs> But they don't have a quarterback that can even throw that far. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's why he can hit Janu in the in the flat for a four yard out route that somehow takes for sixty two yards. So yeah. Interesting strategy by Team Nate, uh, aka Team Falcons. Um, don't get me wrong, I like uh, Mr. Smith's mustache. Uh, it's pretty fire. Uh, but using Bijan as a decoy is probably not your best bet. Uh, team Hater versus Team Patrick. Team Hater versus Team Patrick. Hater put Kyler in. I can't blame him. Uh, got a not-so-good uh, quarterback situation currently. Um, what are we seeing here? I- I'm seeing... I'm seeing Team Hater get back on that win wagon here. Uh, I think I think he's going to come out. I think he's going to prove some doubters that are wrong, and uh, he's going to take down Patrick. And this is a, a good matchup. They're both five and four. Jocelyn's for some playoff positions, so uh, I think that's going to be a good matchup this week. Team Nate versus Team Corey. Nate is projected to win right now. I don't know how. Uh, I, I'm not going to speculate. Uh, it's probably because Bryce Young has six points because he can't complete a pass and doesn't throw the ball farther than six yards. So it's probably why. So, yeah, give me Nate. Give me Nate on the projection. I think Nate's ceiling is so high right now. Um, 
It's like a, his ceiling is like 160 points. Yeah. Like it's huge. Freaking massive. And 50 of those are coming from Stroud. So yeah. you know that's elite. <laughs> and 30 are coming from Brees. Yeah. So point, point 0.2 yards are coming from Kenneth Walker. <laughs> yes. Kenneth is just tearing it up up there. Um, just give me Nate. I think ceiling hits 160. I think Corey hits the his uh, his ceiling of 109 again, and uh, Nate takes the dub. Big week. Grim versus Chad. Uh, Chad pulls off the upset last week uh, over Belleville. However, he does not do it this week. Uh, first of all, Adam Thielen is not getting his 100 yards this week. Uh, kind of a big deal. So, uh, give me, yeah, give me Grim, unfortunately. Uh, I think Grim does still have the second best team in this league right now until Belleville gets his team put together. Um, looking at you, Jet. So, but yeah, yeah. Grim. Chad's starting Amir Abdullah. What is this, 2017? Chad is starting Amir Abdullah? Yep. He's still on the Raiders, huh? I didn't, oh, I thought, I didn't know. And Tyquan Thornton. He's also starting the starting running back for Atlanta, Algier. Yep, that's true. Oh, that's Wait pretty good. Well, how do you define starting? Because well, if, if we're talking about decoy snaps, well, Bijan is still the starter. Well, yes, he's going to get all the decoy snaps, but they're going to run, you know, run it with Algier, obviously. Yeah, because as a decoy, he's drawing at least six defenders onto him. Correct, and Algier can – I mean, he's probably averaging, what, two yards a carry this year, so Bijan's knowing just, that. Yeah, Bijan's just such a freak player that even other NFL players, like they're not athletic enough, so they have to dedicate eight people to tracking yeah. down Bijan. So I mean, to me, that's worth like a hundred points. It's so good that Algier, he's decoying so well. Algier is l- literally averaging approximately 2.8 yards of carry this year. That's insane. So he's pulling so many defenders away. He's just running for like, he's got so much room to run. It's crazy. So every, every play. Yeah. Home run, home run, home run. Yeah, he's a he's a he's an elite player. So, um, for those that are listening, uh, take our take our advice. Start Algier and start Bijan. Hopefully, you have them both. Have them handcuffed because you're going to get your decoy points and your your actual starting running back like legit points. So, good luck to those. The decoy points are legit. Mm-hmm. They're worth every penny. <laughs> I think I think Mr. Smith should go work for his dad at FedEx. I think that might be a better spot for him. So I don't know much about that, but I give the I give the number eight running back in the class maybe, or in the pick. I give the number eight pick the ball. So maybe maybe Arthur Smith is so brilliant that he's actually like trying to drive the value of Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and Bijan down. So that he can get them on cheaper second contracts. Like if I don't play him now, I can get four more years later. Wow, that's genius. <laughs> it only makes more sense that you can sign him 
cheaper when they're older. So yeah, that's it's got to be the smartest move I've ever heard. Um, that's like some FedEx business knowledge that he just brought to the Falcons. Yeah, he's he's doing some logistics there. Yeah, he's like, if we only take right turns, we'll actually <laughs> save money on gas. Yep. We can. We don't have to wait at a red light. Yeah, it's it's a genius move. Uh, I think he probably should start focusing on his job, and uh, maybe considering looking at some quarterbacks in the next draft. Well, all he does is win, right? Yep. That's why he's eighteen and twenty-five as a head coach. Yes, um, but. Um, those but, other ones were like before he got Bijan and before he got Drake London, so it was fine. But I feel like he's more of a, a points over wins kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely points over wins kind of guy. So makes sense. But I don't have anything else this week. Do you? Nothing. Not a thing. If I'm not on again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Merry Christmas. Um <laughs> Thanksgiving is the superior holiday. It's better than Christmas. Sorry. If you like Christmas, you're just a child. Yeah. You know what I tell children? You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. You hear that, Luke? Mm-hmm. Always start your studs, guys. Have a good night. See ya. Time to play the game!